Welcome. To the Every Movie Ever podcast. The following episode contains spoilers. Did you know the lyrics in that are, oh, no, there goes Tokyo? No. We both heard that today, right? We both heard that today. That was was a new one on me. It was a good one, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why I'm wearing headphones, because I don't need them, mate. This is... I get to witness the the pre-show cough in person. It's weird, man. We're in the same room, and this is the first time... This never happened. This is the first time we've recorded in the same room. This is weird as shit. This is going to go so wrong. I can look you in the Dude, it's... All right, this is a whole new level of intimacy this that I is, wasn't yeah. prepared for. I'm right gonna now. maybe just look at my feet yeah. and pretend that you're. I've not got a notepad here with stuff that we need to do. So, hello everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. Uh, my name is Rob McFarlane, and I'm going to turn Ben down. Shall I do that again? No, because it's clipped. Yeah, only a little bit. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. Uh, my name is Rob McFarlane. How are we all doing today? Do you know what? I, I I never get an answer from these guys, so I'm going to ask you, Ben. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. I'm a little sleepy. I had yeah. a big big day yesterday. How big day you? yesterday. Ooh, big day big yesterday. Day. I'm good. Uh, I had a big day yesterday. Big day yesterday. Because, uh, you know, you came, picked me up in the car, and we yeah. went to Telford Comic Con. We went to Comic Con. Comic Con, In Telford, in, in my hometown. Yeah. We went to the weirdest Comic Con I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> it was like half yep. of a, like a pervy anime meetup. Yep. No, then, no, I've heard about that. And then half of a game where we were playing. Is that cosplay or is that just yeah. a guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that person in character or do they just have issues? Yes. As a man who just started dancing at us. I came out of the toilet, mm. right? <laughs> yeah. Expecting nothing. I was like, this is on the way out as well. Yeah. So we'd been walking around for ages. My yeah. back, my old man, rickety back, yeah. was fucking killing. Literally, the bottom of my back, it felt like someone had just hit me in the bottom of the back with a brick. Yeah. Repeatedly. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really glad that having spent the whole day yesterday hearing yeah. about your back. It was very We're now bringing it into the I podcast. Need, I need to get it off. I feel like need to get it off the your weight back. of it yeah, isn't yeah. helping my back. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> but fine. I go for a piss yep. and I come out and I'm like, okay, we get to go home. We'll go back to the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. We get to sit and watch a fucking movie. Yep. No, I come out to you in a fucking breakdance <laughs> competition. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm like, what is happening, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out of the bathroom to step up three. I got a, do you remember there was was a time September? Okay. Stuck in my head, right? It had been a day yeah. of earworms I'd had. Part of that world. I All this sort of hated stuff, right? these earworms, by the way. Yeah, no, no, no. Was... I, I, I earworm violently when I'm having a good time. No, right? You earworm vocally, and yeah. it's the worst thing that, any, <laughs> that I've ever witnessed any human do. <laughs> so I'm saying I'm there bopping away to September, and then some sort of proto-man comes up, and he's got like an anime-themed crocheted hat. Yeah, and a very long fringe that's then it's like the left side's tucked behind his right ear 
and oh, then yeah, down yeah. onto his neck into some sort of weird that's the classic sex offender Padawan, who <laughs> 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 um, then just starts break dancing violently to what I'm singing, but at you, but at me, yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop singing, and they continue doing it. <laughs> and then you come out of the bathroom to see some sort of Silent manic breakdance. pixie dream twat yeah. having a fucking give me the attention my parents never did. This thing masturbate at me, yeah. And I just look at you. <laughs> he had a sword in his bag. No, and, he didn't. And I thought you guys were like. I thought there was something like that I'd missed, like a setup to oh. it. No, it was just a man with a sword. Right. So while we were podcasting, he was studying the way of the blade. Yeah, <laughs> he had a katana, which is Japanese for the sword. sword. Yeah. Um, so Comic Con. Who do we meet? We met uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Very tiny, tiny Trejo. <laughs> tiny Danny Trejo. <laughs> tiny Danny who, Trejo. Um, he's given us an ident. He did. Good man. Didn't quite know where he was when no. when he did it. I don't think he. I don't think he knows what he did or, no. or why he. No, did no, it. no. Where he was. No, he no. just. We gave him a sentence, yeah. and then he just said words. Yeah. In a random order. Yeah. And I fucking love him for it. It does. It does surprise me though because I've seen him in a lot of films where mm-hmm. he has a lot of dialogue. Yes. Now, <laughs> <laughs> as somebody, as I see, he, I went. He, I went. Can you just say it's Danny Trejo? Welcome to. That every movie yeah. of a podcast. Now, I'm going to play for the benefit of the listener what Danny Trejo said. And we're wondering if you could say, This is Danny Trejo, welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. Every movie ever. ever. Every movie ever. Okay. Hey, this is Danny Trejo. Welcome to the uh, podcast Every Movie Ever. Forever. Watch. Thank you so much. And that is the exact. Full sentence, yeah, word for word. That's yeah, unedited. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've not, I've not even taken the tops and tails off. That okay. is, that's what he said. Now, imagine giving that man a full script. <laughs> I would love it. You just have to do it in like a random shuffle order. I'm going to kill Machete. <laughs> no, no, Danny. I'll get you, Machete. No, Danny, you are Machete. Okay. Okay. I will get me machete. <laughs> it's fine. We'll I will get it. my machete. We'll, we'll cut it. It's fine. We'll just turn it around. <laughs> Uh, we met Nick Frost. We did meet Nick Frost. He was lovely. Who uh, didn't believe us when he said that we were going to cover every movie ever. Yeah, we've spent nothing but time saying how much we want a statue of that man in every yeah. city in the UK. And what does he say? What does he say when we told him the name of the podcast? He said, "Oh, that's a bit silly. That's a bit silly. You can't, can't do every movie ever." To which we said, "We've already done about a hundred of them. So how many yeah. more could there be?" And he's like, "There's at least a million films," which I still yeah. think is an under exaggeration. Yeah, I think that's a I, massive under exaggeration. There's probably a fair few more than a million. So you've made the same mistake we have, Nick. Yeah. Welcome to the trap, Nick. Like <laughs> <laughs> right, Prick Frost. Yeah. Um, God, and we, he was fucking lovely. Though, he wasn't was he? lovely. I, he like, was lovely. I shook his hand. Yeah. And there was a moment where I was shaking his hand and I was like, maybe I could just, maybe I could just Kiss touch it. his face. Kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. <laughs> <laughs> just kneel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, in the line for Nick Frost, mm. it did kind of strike me how fucking odd the whole situation was. It is human zoo. Because it it's is a human, human zoo. zoo. It's fucking weird. Yeah, and yeah. then on the way to Nick Frost, yeah. we'd met Danny Trejo. And yeah. bear in mind, this is late in the day. Everyone has got to be fucking sick to the back teeth mm-hmm. of seeing nerds dressed as other nerds mm-hmm. going, huh, I really like your film. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks for the money. Ta-ra. Personal <laughs> hygiene, to, having never been to a Comic-Con, personal hygiene was a lot better than I expected. I mean, you set the bar low in your expectations because it was mm. not a high bar at the room. In mm. the room, mm. not a high bar. No. It was like 
walking into armpit mist. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. My mate. Was it? I've got no sense of smell. I I've think been, 30% I've been... of the mist was you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't smell anything anymore. It'll be another couple of years till I get that sense back. But it's a weird fucking thing, man. This this sort of like, this guy who has just done something that is worthy of applause yeah. Yeah, yeah. is sitting behind a desk mm-hmm. and has double desk. F- a double desk to make sure there's a fucking distance. To make sure that there yeah. was, you could reach over and shake his hand, but yeah. you couldn't touch his face. Everyone ignored the double desk and just walked around to the side <laughs> and was essentially sitting on his knee, which yeah. I feel like might have been a backfire. And yeah. maybe just doing the one desk would have been more yeah, of a yeah. distance. Maybe if they put the double desk... Uh, in a line side. to the yeah, side yeah, yeah. Like, so that you couldn't walk around yeah 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 or yeah just the so the double desk thing man and there's 150 people just fucking gawking at you yeah. at any one moment and he did that all day the only breaks yeah. that he took was to go and eat something for half an hour yeah and then to go and stand in another hall and get gawked out while he gave a talk about films he'd been in he did the talk but then there was the photo opportunity yeah. which is where hundreds of people queue up to just stand near Next you, to you. And have a photo. Smile and then leave. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Human zoo, mate. It's weird, man. I think I'm done with it. Do you know what I felt bad for, though, is there's a couple people who we met Mm -hmm. of a similar calibre who we are in talks with currently to get them on the podcast. There are another couple of people we didn't talk to because they were there behind their desk with no cue. Yeah, and fuck me, the emotional pain, the emotional. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, lowered yeah. my. I'm, I've yeah. entered myself into the human <laughs> zoo. I'm here. I'm a serious actor. Yeah, I've done. You know, there was a guy. There was a guy who was a not insignificant character in the Hobbit. He had like at least twenty five. Four- this is the one next to Nick Frost. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, and he was there for the entire time we were queuing. And not a single fucker came up and said hello. I saw one person. Okay, kind of makes it worse. Yeah, they didn't pay. No. They did get a photo for mm. free and an autograph for free, which made me think, mm. I've spent well over £100 mm. on Danny Trejo and Nick, Nick Frost. Frost and someone else who we can't talk about. I think we can talk about it. No, no, no. Let's, let's, leave, it, let's leave it as a tantalising really? surprise. Come on, man. It's nearly Christmas. There's we can announce three. it at Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do... All right. Do we, do we announce our December slate at least now? We can, Let's do it at the end. We'll at the end of this episode. Yeah, Stay yeah. with us to the end of the episode because we have decided that 2023 is the year that we... We sort of... Ben and I have nailed this. We are the best podcast that involves Ben and I. I mean, we've charted at number 98 on a list somewhere. Exactly, right? You know what I mean? I don't in think terms it gets of, much higher In than terms that. of the podcasts <laughs> that involve Ben and myself, yeah. we're the best one. Oh, 100%. So we thought we should move into podcasts that involve people more than Ben and myself. Yeah, not a third host. Don't get weird. No, no, no. Right, Jesus Christ. We're going to have guests on. Twenty twenty three is the year of guests, and we're going keep... to kick it off in twenty twenty two. We're going to do what we do on the podcast every week and shoot our load way too soon. Yes, and then <laughs> yes. Um, but we got some guests. I stay to the end of the episode because they are legitimate, legitimate, fascinating people who we've spoken to, and already you say fascinating people. They are my literal. Heroes, yeah, 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 and it was a tough, it was a tough pool to dive into head first. Mm. Them being, yeah, in such high regard, yeah, because it kind of broke my childhood yeah, brain yeah. of being sort of like. <laughs> ben walked into a wall fully erect and broke his nose. Essentially, um, <laughs> yeah, broke my nose, then stubbed my toe, then grazed my knee, then hurt my penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So stay to the end of the episode of that. But sort of blowing our load early. We're ten minutes in. We've not even told the people what they've clicked on. What are we watching today, man? Godzilla, King of the Monsters, man. Godzilla! 
We're carrying on the fucking monsterverse, the legendary pictures monsterverse with Godzilla King of the Monsters. Now, I'm going to do a short synopsis to sum I mean, us up, right? Because yeah, think, back of the DVD. Yeah, I don't even think it's that. It's not worthy of the back of the DVD, but it's something. <laughs> all right, right. So, in the third installment of the Legendary Pictures Monsterverse, I'm pretending to read. I've not even got it written down. I just picked up a notepad and was pretending to read. <laughs> I uh, I now understand that this is an audio platform, mm. so that was unnecessary. It was. Third installment, the Legendary Pictures Monsterverse. We throw whole subtlety mm. and allegory out yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah. For in exchange for clunky, oh, clunky, spoon-fed dialogue. Yes, we do. That is just the most. Something happens, and then immediately after, somebody clarifies. Do you mean? Do you that mean when something happens, they clarify it? That's exactly what I mean. So that's the entire movie. Mm. And then, and, and with that being said, because I kind of feel like it ta- it detracts something from the first two movies, mm-hmm. but what it brings to the table that the other two movies didn't have as much of mm. is big fuck off monsters <laughs> stomping <laughs> yeah, all yeah, over yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this time, there's like nine of them, yep. and they destroy the world. Yep. And we've got like a psycho terrorist mom mm-hmm. taking her daughter on like terrorism world tour. Yeah. 2019. This film is, I would say this film is 50%, over 50% monster fights, which is what you want yes. in a Godzilla film. Yes. I feel like the remaining 40% we can do very quickly for you. Mm-hmm. There are, there's a family unit of a mother, a father, and their two kids. And their son, prior to the events of the film, has been killed, but in a Godzilla attack. Yeah, in 2014. Godzilla didn't leap out of the ocean, fuck this one guy up, and then go back in. No, He had the, other shit on. Yeah, it, it was, was the Muto fight, right? Yeah, it was a San Francisco event. But the father decided that Godzilla personally got up out of the ocean, got up out of his oceanic bed, mm-hmm. to bitch slap his son and kill him. And so he's like, fuck Titans, I know we work at Monarch, yeah. but fuck Titans, I'm going to go photograph wolves. Yep. The mum carries on working at Monarch and creates this device called the Orca, which means you can communicate with and or control, pacif- or, or control yeah. and pacify Titans. I feel like communicate with is a bold statement because yeah, yeah. it's not like you it's not like yeah, speak yeah. and spell no. for Titans, you know no, what I mean? No, it's not JP3. Sup, Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> How we doing, Bab? You up. Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> Need head? Yeah. Because oh, he has three. Oh. Oh. oh, that was a good one. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this Orca device is obviously incredibly powerful, and some eco-terrorists mm-hmm. steal the device, kidnapping the mother and her surviving child, and alcoholic, resentful daddy is, is brought into Monarch to help... I don't know why he's brought I don't into know why Monarch. He's brought back. I guess because he helped, he helped build the he Orca prototype or whatever. He helped build it or blah, 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 blah. And so then what follows is it turns out that the mum is also an eco terrorist and she believes that the Titans will keep humanity, the human virus, as she puts in check. Yeah. So she loses her child and then takes it upon herself to decide to that everyone else. endanger her other child. Yeah. To endanger her other child and that everyone else should lose all of their other children. Yes. Because they're like, fuck you, I lost my one child, the world is over, yeah. so find a bunker. <laughs> there, is, uh, there is a bit there where Ken Watanabe, who's back, he's part, part of Monarch, playing Dr. Surazawa, mm-hmm. because Kurosawa was too on the nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Dr. Surazawa um, 
he goes, I admire, or they're, they're having a hearing, mm-hmm. and they're like, you, it sounds like you almost admire these monsters, and he's like, I, I do, I admire all forms of life, especially Hitler, because if we found out anything this week, he loves <laughs> Hitler. Loves Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Calm down, Kanye. Calm all down, right. Kanye. It's Fuck yay me. now. And someone pointed out to me the other day that if you put the Y and the E in block capitals next to each other, looks a bit like a swastika. Stop it. Uh, they reckon he's been on this vibe for a while. I don't understand this, man. Like, you know, you know, sometimes when something happens and you're like, I don't understand how that can be real. Yeah, yeah, no, I watched the full, not the full fucking three hour podcast, but the yeah, full uh, 15 minutes of anti-Semitism that he went on. Jesus Christ, man. And there is a bit where he gets, he talks about Prime Minister Netanyahu. Sure. And he brings out a net and a bottle of Yahoo and go, and then does a puppet show with a fishnet. What in the fuck is happening, right? man? You... But I was speaking to a, 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 a friend of mine who is Jewish and is having a very difficult time because of a music producer dealing with a lot of rap clients who are like, he's kind of got a point though. And him being like, motherfucker, we had like, a, we had a big war about this and you lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Do we not, are we not just thinking that maybe, mm. maybe instead of putting him on podcasts where he can reach millions of people mm. and, you know, publicly going, <laughs> this guy's mental. They should just Britney him. Fucking help him, man. There's yeah, yeah. clearly some shit going my, my on. My guy there needs, needs a conservatorship. Help. The only thing I can think is he's just been told he has to pay $200,000 per month right. in alimony to Kim Kardashian. Right. Oh, so the whole insanity thing. So I reckon he is tanking his net worth right. deliberately. That's the only rational reason. But the, at the end of the day, there is no rational reason for anti-Semitism. No, of course not. I mean, we're trying to like we're trying to look at it in a way like maybe he just needs help. Maybe it's just a massive racist. Also, the irony of being anti-Semitic to try and save money. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my I think you've god. fallen foul of your Listen, own you've yay. fallen foul of your own criticisms there, Kanye. Calm <laughs> down, mini yay. Alright. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm gonna buy you a balaclava and sign you up for Alex Jones. What the shit's going on here? <laughs> I think it's funny that he's leveling an accusation at something that he is doing. Yeah. These these people it's are bullying me. Hypocrites. <laughs> because he's fucking mental. He yes. needs some help, man. He just need he I'm not saying he just needs some mm. help. He needs some fucking realignment. Speaking of people he needs some help. He needs his chakras really. He needs some Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of people who need help and realignment, the mum in this movie does not act like any parent has ever acted no, around I, their see, child. You say this, right? right? But they're scientists. So that I don't think they're geared up to be sort of like... Okay, so if you're a scientist, you just can't parent. I've... No, <laughs> hear me out. Is this because your dad was a scientist? <laughs> my dad was a cowboy builder and used to rip people off for a living. So, yeah, so my... everything he built was an experiment, ergo scientist. I th- it wasn't an experiment. He knew full well what the result would be and just fucking threw whatever shit in the garage he could find at it and then charged people thousands of pounds for it. Did he ever meet Dom? Who the fuck is Dom? From Dom's Cowboy Builders. What's Dom's Cowboy Builders? He's Dom Dickinson, or whatever his name is. The bald you're just guy. saying words at me at this point. <laughs> you like, I feel like you're trying to explain it. I, 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 there is a daytime television more show. information. It's just more words right. that I don't know exist. I'll give you some context. <laughs> there is a daytime television show. No. I, in my, the UK. No. This featuring is... Cowboy Builders right. with a sort of cheeky, chappy Cockney guy. And the only thing I can remember about the show is that it features cowboy builders 
and a man called Dom. Well, I was hoping was... that his name would trigger in you the memory of the full show. No. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. This was a great little detour. <laughs> so, so my dad didn't appear on a daytime television show starring Dom Dickinson about cowboy builders. His surname may not be Dickinson. Don't he, Google okay. that. Okay. So he is just, yeah, my dad was a terrible person. Now, I've met scientists who are parents and yeah. they are all quirky. Right. Quirky. Pampas grass in the front garden kind of vibes. Large salad bowl on the coffee table for no, keys. No, no, no. See, that's the, the sexual edge on it. No, it's more like... I used to work with a biochemist. Right. Who, Doing what, dare I ask? <laughs> you used to work with a biochemist. Yeah, I've worked with many in hydroponics. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Fine, fine, um, fine. I thought this was during your meth years. No, 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 no. His name was Walter. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she she used to collect, like... Victorian medical instruments yep. and have them in like display cases and stuff. But there was a lot of stuff like, oh, this one. Is that sounds to... sick. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. When you're a toddler, <laughs> growing yeah. up and being sort of like, mom has this thing that stretches a dick hole open. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. A curriculum. Do you see what I mean? Some yeah, people yeah. grow up with like Legos or yeah, Playmobil. Yeah. Or they stuff. grow up with like anatomical models of Yeah, a, they of grow up with like dick hole stretchers. And yeah. here's a torture device. Okay, yeah. That, I mean, admittedly, Millie Bobby Brown, who plays the the daughter who can't figure out if she wants to go with mental mummy or alcoholic, alcoholic daddy. Yeah. Um, she has working knowledge of the orca device. See, that, this is what I'm saying, though, because like... Because that's her toy, is the yeah. thing that, that fucking summons titans. <laughs> I kind of feel like the scientists in this movie are accurately represented in a way that they have... Their work is their life, and their mm-hmm. life is their work, and their child will fit into their life, yep. which is their work. Yep. And that's why Millie Bobby Brown in this movie is able to freely just fuck yeah. mill about the terrorist base. Millie and- Bobby Brown about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can like just wander around, play with the orca. She can like sneak out to Fenway Park and just yeah. hang out on the roof. There's a lot. You know so I mean? there's a lot of weird geography in this film because it's a global event, right? Sure. Because they have to step it up. They go, okay, well, San Francisco got shit mixed in yeah. number one. Skull Island was very much just a Skull Island thing in, in mm-hmm. number two. This one is going to be all the Titans all of the time. King Ghidorah, who's a fucking alien Titan, is going to be woken up by the eco-terrorists. Alien Titan? Yeah. I didn't, I fully forgot that fact. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, they yeah. are not from Earth. So yeah, now yeah. it's like... It's, it's ecological disaster on because he's going he's gonna to terraform Earth. Basically, yeah. he came to Earth thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. Godzilla went, sit the fuck down, have a nice nap in the Antarctic. Sure. Uh, and then all records of him are lost because we dare not speak his name. Right. He then gets woken up by the eco-terrorists. They're yeah, thinking yeah. like, oh, well, you know, he'll, he'll bring balance to the force or whatever. Not realizing that Godzilla's the one that brings balance to the force. I've got a point on this because Godzilla starts out blue, ends up red. Yeah. Brings balance to the force. Is Godzilla a Jedi? Is Godzilla the last Jedi? Um, I've got an answer to that. I'll Is this why legendary pictures have just merged with Sony? Yes. Because they're gearing up to <laughs> yeah, be bought yeah, by yeah. Disney. Spider-Man. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be Godzilla versus Spider-Man <laughs> Godzilla versus Darth versus Vader. Spider-Man. <laughs> Disney's immediately like, um, blue and red. <laughs> yep. Purchase. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's going to come back as Mace Windu and the Colonel from Skull Island. Turns out they were always the same character. He's, oh my God, he's going to come back as the fucking Jedi ghost yeah, of yeah. the Colonel of the from Colonel. Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to have a purple glow around him. And it's going to be in Godzilla 7, <sighs> the last Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because it has to be a global crisis, mm-hmm. there are there is a... A cast that it could only be described as we've got one from every major territory that we need this film I to succeed. I think you need to rephrase in. that one. 
actor. We have one from every place. <laughs> one actor from every place. <laughs> Right, sorry, we were talking about human zoos earlier. Oh, it's a okay, bit... yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a you went on a yay rant, then we're talking about human zoos, and now you're like, I have Anti-yay one from rant. every place. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Um, and Millie Bobby Brown is in Fenway Park, and then she's sure. in China, and and but there is no travel time. This is like Game of Thrones season eight. Right, you bring this up a lot, yes. and I think that you want to see them go through airport security. I do during a Titan crisis on Earth. They're just sort of like. The air hostess is there and she's just sort of like chicken or fish. Exactly. And then it immediately cuts to like King Ghidorah fucking up Rodan and then it cuts back to and there we go. Would you like another Mai Tai? That would be fucking hilarious and, and then, you know it would be. <laughs> yeah, it would. Right? I'm talking myself into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I've made a mistake here. Yeah, I mean, fuck those guys, man. They don't show us the travel time. Yeah. They don't show the travel time and they also okay. don't show the graphic design time required in this film. Okay. It sounds weird, right? Bear with me. This is a, yeah, this, this is, is the sharpest left turn. <laughs> this is a bizarre foible to have. There is a point where mental mom FaceTimes mental dad. So this oh, is the right. eco-terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Eco-terrorists dialing Monarch. But bear in mind, Monarch believed that she's been kidnapped, is mm. being held against her will, and then... Has woken up King Ghidorah by yeah, choice. Yeah, but she... They think that she was being forced into it. Yeah. But yeah. then it turns out that she made the decision to continue yeah, the work. Yeah. She's the when one that got in touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she got in touch with the eco terrorists. Yeah, yeah. And now it's she's all her the one plan. Getting in. Yeah. She's getting in touch, being like, Mahaha, I am the, the antagonist. And it's an impromptu call off the cuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh my god, she's calling in. What? And then at a certain point during her, her talk, it cuts to stock footage. I would say broad, stock footage. I would say that Well, this no, is no, like... it starts with stock footage okay. of like ecological disaster or something yeah, yeah. so she's been to like ifootage.com yeah. and downloaded a few mp4s yeah got them into premiere cut them together yeah spent 45 minutes around fucking around with hdmi cables behind the computer trying to feed that into the zoom call like yeah. we normally do this remote this is the first time we've ever done it face to face yeah and the first half an hour is us sorting out tech issues yeah i, I struggle to share yeah anything with you that we can then hear on the podcast <laughs> like it's still a mystery to me <laughs> I, fuck knows how that works yeah she's sorted all that because she's, yeah. she's a scientist but then but then it goes into like time-lapse photography of titans I, this is time-lapse over years, over years this is like it you see the time-lapse of like san francisco mm-hmm. that then gets destroyed and mm-hmm. then becomes a rainforest yeah it's almost like the sort of start of futurama where fry's in the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the tube right? yeah, yeah yeah no that's exactly so it. she she's she's sort of done this nobody has thought wait, wait, wait no, who's who's made these graphics there's a later point where um, they're flying into this Category 6 hurricane and they're like, this is a bad hurricane. And they're like, well, the, it's just taken a left turn. Mm. And they're like, well, hurricanes can't do that. And then somebody goes, unless it's not a hurricane, it's King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. And then immediately the monitor flashes up a little logo on the yeah. map. I've got an explanation for this. Yeah. Because you are right. It shows you like a tropical hurricane with mm. nothing in the center. Like a weather report. And then as soon as one of the main cast go, what if it's not? This is a little PNG of M0. King Ghidorah. Yeah, or yeah. They call him Monster Zero, but King Ghidorah. What if it's King Ghidorah? And then it appears on the screen with <laughs> a tag label and like a little serial number and everything. <laughs> I've got an explanation for this. Right. One of the technicians mm. who's new to the job <laughs> forgot to flip the one switch uh... that sh- that's tracking the monster. So they think they're tracking a storm and he's sitting there being sort of like, God, the, the paycheck on this is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy so many sweets mm-hmm. my kids are gonna love me christmas this year is gonna be great and then whilst he's thinking all these lovely thoughts and planning out his new paycheck all he hears is what if it's not a 
what mm. if it's not a hurricane and a tropical like, storm? Do I, do I, do I what what if it's Monster Zero? And he's like, oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. And then just sort of like without, without making too leans much, over, yeah, yeah clicks it on. Too, just like the little yawn, like a little oh, oh, click. Oh, oh, guys, sorry. Have we not seen that? I think yeah. the monitor's just picked it, it, that it's Monster yeah. Zero yeah, yeah, and totally. assigned its own serial number whilst he's like trying to rip up his notepad <laughs> where he's been writing down all the serial number codes. Like, fuck, fuck. So, the thing with this film that I want to talk about mostly mm-hmm. is. The subtlety and the sort of the metaphoric implications that come from Godzilla and come from yeah. King Kong Skull Island. We've got like yeah. this whole fucking thing where it's like Titans mm-hmm. are an allegory for the environment, for Mother yeah. Nature, for like fucking yeah, yeah. whatever global catastrophe we're facing at this time. Yeah. It's an allegory for that and them striking balance between nature and humans and keeping everyone in check and being able yep. to live harmoniously with nature. Yep. That is gone in this film. It's gone. Mm, it's they, not gone. It's literally no, it's the no subtlety longer subtext. of it is gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the subtlety gone. of it. Yeah, because yeah. with the Godzilla and, and Kong Skull Island, you like when yeah. I watch someone, it first doesn't came explicitly out, say. No one, in, no one in Kong Skull Island goes, "God damn, King Kong reminds me of the trauma of the Vietnam exactly. War and how I struggled exactly, to face right? it." Right, but and then like, another character doesn't go. Sorry, are you saying that King Kong is an allegory for the exactly. Vietnam War? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and then it cuts to King Kong smashing a fucking helicopter yeah, with but, a fucking Viet Cong helmet. So all on. that shit's gone now. But every time that you watch Godzilla mm-hmm. or Kong yep. Skull Island, I watched them when they were in the cinema. Yep. And they were fucking super fun because yep. they were big, stompy yep. monster movies and they were great. And then when I watch them more and I watch them more, you get these like layers yep. and it gives it the rewatchability. It does. Right? The difference between those films and this film is the rewatchability isn't in the layers. No. It's in the big fuck-off monster oh fights. Oh my god, they are because so good in this film. As much as they get rid of the subtlety and mm. the kind of like the the layered the layered exploration that you get to go on over a few years. They give it to you straight up on a plate and go, "Here's the story." Yeah. Um sit back and enjoy the fights, grab the popcorn. Yeah. And it's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Some of the cinematography in this is insane. Incredible. There's a moment where King Ghidorah Shit makes his Godzilla. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks Godzilla's dead. Uh, and Radan, the fire demon who doesn't use fire at any point in the film, even though I thought he did. And um, he uses wind. Wind. He causes like fiery wind. fucking gusts. He's just a guy that's had a really hot curry. Yeah. He's <laughs> an allegory for Vindaloo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, if you had a mate who just ate really hot curry all the time, you would end up calling him the fire demon. Me? I eat curry all the time. Yeah, yeah. I eat spicy shit all the time. Yeah. And you do sound like a brass section. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love it though. It's a different take on the monster movie in, in the way that it goes back to the classic kind of the old kaiju movies they evolve. Yeah. You get the you get the initial one which sort of spells out what the monster is, mm-hmm. who the monster is and why the monster's here. Yeah. And then it evolves into being its completely own thing. Mm-hmm. Godzilla turns into like a family favorite, fucking like dude in a suit doing backflips. He's almost cute. Yeah, yeah. When you get to you know Son I mean? of Godzilla. Yeah, it's like it's cute. It's fun. Yeah. It's like it's a family yeah, bomb yeah, yeah. now. It's not like a we're going to deal with the, the <laughs> trauma of the A-bombs dropping on Hiroshima. It's not that anymore. It's more no, like... No, it's, it's uh, we've turned our trauma into a lovable icon. Exactly. And we've healed that trauma exactly. by making him part of the family. And this here... Mm. is the traumas out there the the 
the sort of the recipe mm-hmm. for Godzilla is out there. The recipe for King Kong is out mm-hmm. there. Now what they've done is they've taken King Kong and been sort of like, let's turn him into a fucking lovable fighter yeah. of what's right. Yep. And fuck up 17 Titans. <laughs> and it's meant the way they've yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah. There's, a, there's a Ken Watanabe uh, quote where he plays Dr. Surazawa in a painfully, quietly dialogued point of the film where you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where he says... Um, Sometimes the only way to heal the trauma is to make peace with the demons that caused them, right? Beautiful. Beautiful writing. Probably one of the only bits of beautiful writing in this film. Um, There's that one bit where Millie Bobby Brown screams for the 45th time while yep. staring at the sky. Yeah. She does that a lot. She does the weird, uh, I swear, do you remember that meme of the girl whose house is on fire and she's looking back at the camera and smiling? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a weird bit where like Godzilla turns up and Millie Bobby Brown does that exact face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they mean to do that? I think yeah, they meant I'm, to do that. Yeah, I'm also like, Are we referencing memes in films now? Oh, yeah, because that's a stretch, isn't it? This entire film is based on Hollow Earth. Theory, <laughs> yeah. But we're worrying about the mighty. Yeah, we get into the Hollow Earth. Earth. I've got some stuff for it, man. Come on, hit me. So the Hollow Earth stuff. Yep. I said that I was going to do a breakdown of four branches. Yes. And what I've done mm-hmm. is I've dug deeper into the rabbit hole and found that the dug four branches. the hollow rabbit hole. I've I'm fucking Agartha deep into this rabbit hole. Oh my god! What's All right. Oh yeah, Agartha is the Agartha civilization. Is the the s- civilization in the center. One of the rings that. This is the Hollow Earth. All right. There's no concentric rings anymore. Okay. It's sorry. Just it's, it's just, just a, a big six... old big old bubble in the middle with a, a sort of Atlantean style a, a civilization See, called Agartha. This is an uneducated sum up of the Hollow Earth theory. Let the sit back, sit back, grab your popcorn. All yeah. right, and let. Let Papa Ben take you on a fucking yeah. take, let Papa Ben take you on a little journey into the Hollow Earth. It's getting weird now. All right, yeah. Agatha yeah. is the Hollow Earth. Yeah, there is a six hundred meter diameter. Yeah, tiny sun. That's yeah in the middle of the Earth. Oh God! <laughs> so there is a lush atmosphere. Yeah, there is lush greenery. Yeah, there is giant mammoths, four thousand year old farts, just dinosaurs up in there. Yeah. They got nowhere to go <laughs> yeah. apart from the asshole of the earth and the mouth hole of the earth, yeah. which are the only ways into the hollow earth, mm-hmm. which apparently has been accessed. Beg pardon. See, this is where this is where my research into the four Someone's separate limbs dug a pinky into the 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 behind of the earth. So, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a little excerpt about um, Admiral Bird. Admiral Bird. Admiral Bird and his uh, diary entry. Admiral, Admiral Bird and his lovely Admiral fish Bird, fingers. Who was born and named to be a pilot, so he yep. grew up to be a pilot. So in the 1940s, yep. his diary entry... Wait, was he actually an Admiral or was his first name Admiral? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that the latter is true. <laughs> he was born. What's his name? Admiral. Yeah, I think his, his first last name? name is Admiral because there's Bird. no way that this man is an actual admiral of the no, navy. No, he, he was a he was really fucking high up. Okay, he was, he was really high up. There, essentially, this guy he set he set out on to the Arctic region of the planet to set a record for like the longest flight over to mm-hmm. map and chart the the uh, North Pole, mm-hmm. and he set a record doing so. And in a Good diary man. entry from 1947, yeah, he now details. How he came across a lush green landscape in and in the North Pole. In North Pole, right? North Pole, lush green landscapes populated by tons of people mm. who commandeered his vehicle. Anyway, this is a little excerpt. So we lost this. this to global war. Okay, fine. this is a little excerpt. 
According to the alleged diary, alleged, alleged word here. Yeah, yeah. According to an alleged diary entry written during his polar flight, Bird came across a warm, lush climate with mammoth-like creatures and an ancient human race that had been residing within the Earth. Right. His plane was commandeered mid-air yes. and landed for him by people in the center of the Earth who intercepted his plane with saucer-shaped aircraft. Right. Mm. Upon landing, he was met by emissaries of a civilization many assume to be many assume, assume. To be the mythical Agatha. These alleged Agathans right. expressed their concern about humanity's use of atomic bombs during World War II, but employed Bird as their ambassador to return to the US government and relay their sentiment. Right. Now, same same published yeah. article. The striking issue regarding the right. validity of this diary entry is that it's dated February 1947. Yeah. Which would make sense about World War II, yeah, right? With the, world, with the bombs. With the World War II and the bombs, right? Yeah. Now, if it is to believe that this story covers Bird's inaugural flight over the North Pole, then one need only look at the actual date when he achieved this feat more than 20 years earlier oh. on May the 9th, 1926. So before the Second World War, before so, the bombs, yeah, yeah. he was landed and, and told, oh, we're concerned about the Second World War and the bombs. Yeah, and he's going, the Second World what? Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, what? So you, we got oh, the great you're telling war. me we're heading towards something and you want me to tell the US mm, government? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm all right, mate. Talk about it in 20 years. In fact, upon further inspection, it appears Bird probably didn't quite reach the North Pole and instead fabricated his navigation records, poaching credit from another team that actually set the record a few days later. Funny that, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. But then this article, yeah, and this is what pisses me off about the Hollow Earth, right? Right. Because that just screams... Fake. Man is lying. He, he, he flew over the North Pole yeah, yeah. and then did nothing yeah. for 20 years. Yeah. Everyone forgot about him. And then he was like, oh, by the way, though, I did meet some people up there and some UFOs <laughs> and the Earth is actually hollow. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw that one out there. And everyone's all of a sudden like, holy shit. You know, you know, no, you know what happened, mate? He tried to talk about it. Right. But they wouldn't let him talk about it. Who's they? We know who they is. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Listen. I'm just saying. Yay. Calm hollow down. Earth. Calm hollow down. Earth and Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Put the bottle of your... I can see you, Rob. All right. <laughs> Put the bottle of your zoo down. <laughs> Don't reach for that net. Don't you fucking dare reach for that net. All right. <laughs> I do actually have your zoo in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. That's what I'm saying. It's chocolate though. So, you know. So this is... Oh, that makes it fine. <laughs> Take <Tasty>. it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Same article. Yeah. Essentially just said that, yeah, this mental waited 20 years to tell us about aliens, mm-hmm. Agathans, fucking mammoths and dinosaurs and shit. You would, yeah. Right. And then they go on to say, but what makes this entry so intriguing is that mm-hmm. if it is real, could it have potentially been misconstrued from a later mission to Antarctica? <laughs> what in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that he just accidentally wrote arctic north pole mm-hmm. scribbled it out wrote south pole scribbled it out and then put no definitely north pole yeah, yeah, yeah. because he forgot which pole he went to yeah. no stop being a mental he's just a mental <laughs> dude who did something 20 years ago got forgotten about and yeah, was like, yeah. i don't want to be forgotten about and then wrote some other shit about it so essentially what i'm saying is is i fell into this fucking rabbit hole mm-hmm. ended up on that and was infuriated oh are you were you sad did you think that you were going to find a theory in hollow earth that was gonna that was gonna make you go. You don't know, though, do you? you it was gonna be fifty fifty. That maybe, <laughs> just maybe, there was a world in which it could be hollow. Do you know why I was upset? Right, because I've been using the sources for this yeah. article yeah. to source my other 
Research. Your research is built on a house of lies. It all just leads to the same fucking lie. And I'm honestly, man, I feel like I've just wasted a lot of time. But next week, I am going to be going into Nazis inside the Hollow Earth. And I should have kept the Kanye stuff for then. See, shot your load too soon. It's what we're known for. Best podcast shooting the loads too soon ever. Glazing the pubes of media since (laughs) 2021. Speaking oh. of shooting all too soon, shall we? Shall because I mean, look, right. Oh, well, let's first rate the film, and then let's talk about some guests. I'm gonna right. I enjoy the subtlety, and I enjoy the of the previous films. Of the previous, I was two. gonna say, I do. Not this one. This no. one has none. No, the dialogue. So I, the is... dialogue's clunky. The monster fights are fucking great. Yes. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. Mm. I'm gonna give it a six. Six. Six is purely for the monster fights. Yeah, yeah. The story side, the teen drama side. It's a, it's a whole family mm. movie. If you've got like kids, they're gonna enjoy it. If you've got teenagers, they're gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If you've got someone that's in that phase of fuck you, mom, they're gonna mm-hmm. fucking love it. You know what I mean? Watching this film is like dating somebody with a near fatal hernia, right? <laughs> <laughs> you love them. <laughs> You just don't love that hernia. You don't love the plot that comes with them. Like, the the hernia has to be there. It can't be removed, otherwise they die, right? This film can't be just the monster fights. It would right. die on the vine. It needs some sort of plot. That plot is ugly and misshapen, but you couldn't get rid of it, because right. then the film would die. It's like right. dating somebody with a hernia. So just appreciate the pretty faces mm-hmm. and the lovely curves of the monsters, and just accept that the hernia has to be there. And yeah. you're going to see Millie Bobby Brown debating between whether or not she wants to stay with her mental mum, who's literally taken her on, her on a murder tour of the Arctic. Yeah, terrorism Or World go War to her dad, who's she's a bit sad about because he yeah. had a drinking problem. So what you're it's, saying is, date the, date the hernia partner. Yes. Ignore the blood-curdling screams of pain every time they take a shit. Yes. But then enjoy the restaurants. Exactly. Because everyone needs to try new food. Yep. Get out there and explore your taste buds. Yep. It's a whole culinary world out there. And it's a whole colour new world of monsters, monsters twatting each other in the face and eating power door. stations. And Are you saying six? I'm saying six. Okay, so it's ooh. I think this is this the first time we've agreed on a rating? No, fat tens. Oh yeah, but I'm oh yeah, okay. That makes sense. Oh, hello. <laughs> you just used a notepad as a as a catapult <laughs> yeah, to launch sweeties across yeah, I've been the room. Trying not to be I've been like slightly eating jelly tots this entire time. But listen, this month we've got some big stuff coming up. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are gonna be covering a brand new movie release called The Christmas Tapes. The Christmas Tapes. Which is fun as fuck. It's a it nice a very anthological fun Christmas horror movie that is being released on the 16th of December. We were we were lucky enough to get our hands on it early. Preview. Uh, get a nice preview. We've like got a review. Real critics. Like- <laughs> I even looked at the laptop then like yeah, I was I know, shouting yeah. at the audience. Yeah, fuck you, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing that, but we will, along with that, we're going to be releasing four interviews. We've got our first interview, which will be dropping on the 16th with Rob Livings and Randy Nundlaw, they are the directors of this little gem of and Christmas the horror. Well, sort of, yeah, and the writers. Writers, directors. There's a fair bit of very nicely unscripted stuff. Now, beautiful improv. We'll also, we're also going to be interviewing a and few fucking heroes. A few fucking heroes. Right. Now, I'm going to name the first one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. That's right. We're going to be, we have interviewed Mark from the room, Mark otherwise the known room. as the very talented uh, writer of The Disaster Artist, mm-hmm. star of The Room, retro puppet master, 
He also wrote and directed Miracle, Var- Miracle Valley very Great recently. Film. Super fun film. Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero's on the show. So we're going to be interviewing him. We've got Vernon Wells from Mad Max 2. Weird Science. Commando. Commando. He wears a fucking chainmail in Commando the entire film. It's brilliant. So Vernon Wells, absolute sweetheart. We've got an interview with him. And then to top it all off, the one that made me freak out the most Mm -hmm. and possibly... Yeah. We've got uh, we've got Dave Sheridan standing in line to see the short and night and there's a light on. Okay, so he's in that video. Yes, he as is the crazy taxi driver. He's but he's also in some relatively massive films. He was Officer Doofy in he Scary Movie. Doofy that was my childhood movie. fucking summed up. And yep. he is a fucking absolute dude. So make sure you keep your ears out for those ones. We'll be releasing them midweek between betwixt. Our our episodes. We've got a Christmas episode coming up, which is consistent of entries from our listeners. Mm-hmm. They've given us a few theories. We've gone away to watch the films and then we discuss those theories. It's a nice little take on it rather than just sitting around going, This film does this. It's now Christmas. it's going to be, This listener said this. Lol. Yeah. What an <laughs> idiot. What a what, dick. What? What are you even saying? What a fucking moron. Fuck you, Jerome. Thanks for sending something into our podcast, you fucking... Thanks for helping out make content, <laughs> Jerome. No, no, no. So I've, I've seen some of the ones people have sent in, and there's, there's some, fantastic. Good, some good yeah. debate fodder in there. Dude, our listeners are like Christmas. smart people, man. And it's kind of upsetting that <laughs> yeah. we were like, hey, this will be a fun idea. And everyone's like, hey, here's like my first draft of an idea, and it's way better than any content you've done in a while. So have fun. Uh, maybe the ones you've read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love each and every one of you. We really very fucking dearly. do. And join us next week for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. My favorite Martin McDonough film. Okay. Oh, so far. You haven't seen them So all. far. So far. The 15th is when I watch Banshees of Inishering. 16th. 16th is when I watch Banshees of Inishering. <laughs> and I'm sure I will hate it because it's been overhyped at this point. And I'm going to go in with expectations so high. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But next week, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And Can't then wait after to that, see you. Godzilla versus Kong. Which one though? I bought two versions, so I'm going to do a comparison. Did you watch Kong versus Godzilla and then Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, so I'll be doing a comparison. Of My the two, guy, and we'll be diving into Nazis in the center of the earth. Yes, and there we go. Jake Busey, <laughs> show me them teeth. <laughs> so <laughs> we love you. Catch you next week. Okay, bye. Consume.